In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor that one group, the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Podcasters. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us and welcome back. We have another great show for you today. My good friend Osiris Stefan is here to talk about his podcast, Love and Cannabis. Osiris, welcome to the show. Hey, Dan. Thank you for having me. How's it going? It's going great. Finally got you on the show. It's been a couple of months and I've been bugging you, but we finally got you here. I've known you for, it's been over five years, I think, yeah. but I, re- I really got to know you when I moved to New Jersey and started working out of the CWCB office. And it was during that time that I learned about your son Aiden's illness and your family's journey to find a cure. Let's start here. Can you give us a, the short version of Aiden's story? Uh, so, no, thanks again. Basically, the short, short end of the story, he was diagnosed with generalized epilepsy when he was two and a half years old. During that time, before we can even get knee deep into different types of medication, we decided to use cannabis oil. Once I was made aware of it and how it works and how it helps with epilepsy, we jumped on board immediately. So it was between that and two medications, we're okay with that. But we're limiting the other medications and just focusing on CBD oil and his diet. The troubles that you guys ran into, just trying to get it okay to give your child CBD, it was, it was just so frustrating. I mean, I heard it hundreds of times, but every time I hear it, I'm just like so frustrated listening to all the hurdles that you had to go through. And I think that's the, one of the things that I think you highlight in your show is you go back and you when you walk everybody through some of the challenges that you had is between you and Nina. I mean, it just must have been horrific. It, it kept us up a lot. Just tr- trying to help your son is that we didn't realize that we had to go through so many hurdles. If it's not the educational system, if it's not the political system, it's not your doctors who don't understand it. And it's just that they're hung up on the stigma and they don't realize that it's a plant. It's helping. It's healing. Why are we stopping this? And it's a child's life we're talking about. I know it's so frustrating. And what's really frustrating is that there's no information. It's like all the cannabis information seems to be censored or it's not available. And that makes it even harder. I think that was one of the blessings of your show is that you brought a lot of this information to other families who were struggling with the same problem. Yeah. And hearing their stories, it really pushed us to keep trying to get the message out. The more they push back, the more we push forward, especially with doctors. When they realized how much we knew and understood, they were like, okay, so we, I guess we have to work with you. It's either we work with you or we don't. And it was really that, that option. It was that partnership that we had to establish. Like, we know what we're talking about, and we've been through this. So let's get on the ball, and let's make this happen. Even politicians got on board with us. They were like, okay, so you guys know what you're talking about. So you're not someone just trying to give your child marijuana just to give it. It's like, no, you guys really know. Uh, exactly. And what's fun is when you have other guests on, other parents f- that went through similar or going through similar situations, 
and they tell their story. It's crazy how they parallel your story, but you didn't know, even know that the two of you existed. You're going down the same journey and you didn't even know of each other. And there's so many of those stories. Yeah, and, and it touched us too because we related so much. We like we understand the pain. We understand the struggles that you're going through. And it's just that we want to keep motivating them as much as we're motivated because we lean on each other. It's like we created this bond, this family bond now. Yeah. You know, and even though it's a sad topic, but the thing that I hear over and over is what people like about your show is that even though it's an intense topic, you and Nina really keep it light and fun. And the other thing that everybody comments on is how you're willing to really peel back the curtain and just be super personal. I mean, some of the stuff that you guys talk about between the relationship and everything and dealing with it and your the challenges to your marriage. Sometimes I'm blushing listening to some of the stuff you're talking about. Do you ever worry that you're sharing too much information? You know, there was a moment about it. I said, Hey Nina, I really want to like open the curtains, and, like let everybody in. And she was like, eh, but it's like, if it's going to help a family, why not? And she's like, yeah, you're right. Let's be honest and be authentic about this. This is real life. Let's talk about the things that everyone is not willing to talk about or too afraid or shy away from. But let's talk about the fact that we don't get intimate sometimes because of the stress. It's real life. Or we talked about it last time we even slept together. You know, all those things are <laughs> just real reality. Because when you feel so stressed, it's like there's times where you just don't want to even talk to each other. And this is one of those situations. Yeah, and families need to hear that because that's yeah. real. That's real, but it takes a lot of guts, especially for you, because you're sometimes, <laughs> Nina's like, what did you just say? I think that's so funny. We just feed off of each other because, you know, we got to have fun with it because there's room to be sad, but there's got to also be room to laugh at ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what makes it fun. And I think that's how you get through a trying topic is by making light of it and The thing I like about podcasts is that unlike social media, there's no censorship. So we're allowed to talk about controversial topics. For instance, treating children with CBD right now is still considered controversial in some places. So you brought along a clip from a recent show about vaccine side effects, which right now is definitely a third rail topic. Tell us what we're about to hear. What you're about to hear is a young lady that my wife had met on social media. Her name is Michelle Carroll. And she shared her story of how she struggled with her son who was vaccinated. She was not a anti-vaxxer or a pro-vaxxer. She was just following like any parent, you know, when they're told to basically follow the guidelines around vaccine and their child health, as well as to participate in schools, daycare, and things of that nature. But within the first five months of the child's health, the child started going downhill. And then she continued vaccinating even after the fact. And it wasn't until years later that she realized what she was doing. So that's what you're going to hear. Like the crazy thing is like, I was asking them, like, is he having a reaction to the vaccine? And they would document in his record. Mom seems to think that seizures and reactions and sickness is from vaccines, but we're assuring her that she needs to continue. Oh my God. That's how they cover their behinds. That's one of the things (laughs) that gets me upset is the way they dismiss what yeah. and as a mother better than they do exactly you guys know it's like when you watch your perfectly healthy child just like do a complete 180 and regress you yeah. know that yeah. some, and it's- wow that's intense it was it was just to hear it and it's like i understood i know where that came from 
and it's scary. Oh my gosh, it is. And this is a two-part episode. So the first part played on Friday. Yeah. And the first part would mostly set up what she went through. And the second part is how things started to resolve. And I'm anxious to hear the second ep- half of the show because there's this Friday. But man, like I said, you're able to talk about really, really controversial things that parents need to hear because she f- certainly felt alone in that journey. Yeah, and there's many like herself and other parents. And it's just like so sad. That I think what happens is the trust that you put into institutions hoping that they're going to do the right thing by you. And then they turn around and just like, you don't know what you're talking about. We'll, we'll take care of everything. And it comes out as like, you're the ones that's left holding the bag, really, in the end. And that's your child's health and well-being. I know. Thank God we have a show like yours that can shed some light on this and give some families some ammunition when they go in to speak to somebody. Before we wrap, let's give some advice to aspiring podcasters. You guys aren't full-time podcasters. You have full-time jobs. You live in New York City. You're raising a special needs (laughs) child. You don't have a lot of time. No. What advice would you give someone who wants to start a podcast but doesn't have a lot of time? Find the commitment to do it. If that's something you really want to do, you'll find the time. And that's one of the things that we did. My wife and I, we sat down and said, okay, what's the best day? What's the best time? And once we narrowed that, and it's like, okay, we have a son. What time does he need to be in bed? So it was all those things. But we were determined to do it, and we wanted to do it. So I think that's what propelled us to be able to continue doing. Normal podcasts don't last past six months, from my understanding. And the fact that we're going almost on our second year is amazing. Yeah. It's a testament to your commitment to spreading the word and helping other families, which is says a lot about you and Nina. And, and thank goodness we have Aiden that can give yeah. your, <laughs> be our inspiration. Well, you can check out a new episode of Love and Can every Friday on all major podcast sites, including PodConnects. You can also apply to be a guest on PodConnects. Osiris, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, thank you, Dan, for having me. It's been always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Pop Moms Podcast. I started the Pop Moms Podcast, well, because I wanted to end the stigma against using cannabis, specifically with moms, but also anyone who chooses to consume. I strive for a balance of humor and education, along with some pretty rad guests, to help combat social biases that come with consuming cannabis. Kids are hard. Join me for regular podcast episodes packed with parenting hacks, real-life stories, and of course, my favorite cannabis products. The days are long, but the years are short. So roll another J and take a deep breath. Keep blazing and stay amazing.